What's in progress? Recording. Oh, you heard that, did you? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. This is One on One RPG, and I'm Tony from Two Copper Pieces. I'm Elliot, also known as Ichabod, also known as Elephant Bear. Uh, and I've decided Ichabod Helsing, that was a silly name. It didn't really make sense. It, it was too, too, too pretentious. I'm Ichabod Summers now. <laughs> Because uh, you miss the uh, the summers of the Sword Coast now that you're in Barovia. Absolutely, that's exactly the reason. That makes sense. So, uh, small talk wise, we've actually petitioned uh, some questions from our listeners or listener. That mm. uh, <laughs> we might have more than one. Uh, one listener asks the following question: This is for both of you. How is running slash playing a one person RPG? different compared to a full party do you like it better slash worse now i think that's a great question what that about was, you that was a good question i i like the fact it was multi-tiered so there was a bit for you and a bit for me mm, yeah i liked it as well so that's enough small talk let's um <laughs> let's get into the action shall we uh so what are the five most well, I've got to say, the, I was going to ask you what the five most important things are, but then I think that'd be quite an obvious list. Um, so what are some of the main things that happened in the last session leading up to this one? And you need to tell me in the time it takes for me to uh, count some of the stars in the sky. Honestly, I thought you were going to start, uh, bump me up to 10 most important things that happened last session. Really, really worked me for it. Um, Ichabod bumped into the Alan, who was the uh, Vistani that uh, invited me to Barovia in the first place had no more information but did like going on about some kind of wizard so I assume that's going to come up later uh, had a bit of training with Adrian who um, now I know that I can shoot eldritch blasts from my palms or my fists which is which will be make me much more useful in long range combat than close quarters combat I also on a unrelated note have learnt that there's a powerful weapon called the sun sword or being close in combat hmm. uh, that I am to be finding. I met Madam Ava, who was a lovely old woman, not a day over 180, I refuse to believe. Hmm. She, gave, she read my spirit, no, not read my spirit, read my fortune. So now I have uh, multi-tiered quests to uh, look out for. So I have uh, the Tome of Strahd to find. I found it. That's how good I am. I have a missing child to find. I have a sword to find in the house of a saint. I have an ally to find who is a clumsy ghost. And I have uh, an enemy to find who is uh, sitting on a balcony. Oh, I hope they're waiting for you there. Absolutely. Anything else to add? Oh, Vlad is now a chosen of the Raven Queen, which honestly, Ichabod couldn't be more thrilled for his friend to share in the limelight and, you know, steal some of it from himself. Yeah, maybe he's a contender to wield the sun sword, Vlad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that would, that, nothing would make Ichabod happier than if Vlad were to be the one to finally slay the evil Stratford Serovich. <laughs> steal all the glory. I think the sun sword might be one of those, uh, um, only the chosen one can wield it swords as well so this might get a bit tense when it comes to it absolutely uh, did, were there any um revelations that madam eva uh filled you in on ah yes of course she revealed that my wound uh, my my original death not the second one that we don't talk about <laughs> my original death happened due to betrayal of kin so 
I can only assume some kind of extended family, maybe a second cousin or something. Mm. Does Ichabod remember much about his cousins? Doesn't remember much about anything, uh, except that he is a bit arrogant. His cousins are, or Ichabod is. No, Ichabod is. He's a, he's a bit. Uh, he's 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 a bit um, wonderful. I think is the word he would use to describe himself. Yeah, I, I think Ichabod would describe himself that way. Some other people might also uh, see some of Ichabod's good qualities as well. Some Speak. might. Yeah, some might indeed. Um, hey! Yep, you start with inspiration. Now, as we uh, as we return to the scene, you are you are no longer at the Serpool camp, and you're not with with you. You're no longer in the presence of Madame Eva and the other um, Vistani. You are trundling along in the carriage, and I believe you're reading the Tome of Strad, right? Yes, which I received from valiantly having my fortune read. Absolutely. Do you remember much about the time of day when you arrived? Uh, middle of the night. So no time of day at all. <laughs> would Do you think you would have stuck around to rest a bit or would you have gotten straight back on the cart? Because uh, you had left your friends on the cart. So, I mean, that doesn't mean you couldn't go and get them and get them to come and sit around the campfire for a bit and have a bit of a rest. Work or, colleagues yeah. at the moment. It's not, I've only known some of them for less than a day. All right. Your colleagues, yes. Um, <laughs> do, what do you think? Would you have stuck around for a bit until morning or until a bit lighter or would you got straight back on the cart and gone because you didn't want to introduce them to the Vistani you were speaking to? I, I think I walked out of the Madame Ava's tent, looked around at the Vistani having a bit of a rave isn't really the right term, but a bit of a low tech shindig uh, where wine is imbibed at heavy amounts and they're not really coping too well because this is later on in the party where things have started winding down and Ichabod like very tenderly like tiptoes past people avoiding eye contact. He doesn't, he, he's like, just get out of it, just go, just go. <laughs> okay. So you're sitting up in the front with Stefania, Vlad and uh, is it Adrian? Yep. Adrian in the back. Uh, mm-hmm. Stefania sort of driving, although she's just sort of thinking about driving, which is kind of how this carriage works. <laughs> you're trundling along uh the the moon is very uh un not very visible because of all of the mist (laughs) you look up and think oh the moon might be there or i guess it could be over there um it's hard to see but there is a little patch in the mist that is uh, slightly brighter than the rest of it excellent Mm. as you're trundling along stefania says uh did you did you get what you came here for i have had my fortune read and I have retrieved at great expense to myself the Tome of Strad. Oh, really? That, uh, that's amazing. I probably shouldn't have said his name out loud. Yes. Yes. You One, two, three, jinx. You mustn't mention the devil's name. It might, uh, it might call him to you. Yep. So, the Tome of the Tome of <laughs> the Devil. You, you, the Tome of the Devil. I would like to ask you some questions about it, but I noticed that you mentioned this was a great expense to you. What did you give up? It was. It was a tough fight. I had to prove myself worthy as the chosen one. With Madame so, Eva. And what, yes, and she mentioned that there was only one chosen one and not enough chosenness to go around for two. Sorry, Vlad. I, I did ask, but she said no. Vlad <laughs> says, oh, that's all right. I, I just, I'm just here to help in any way I can. That's my guy, Vlad. Yes, very benevolent and uh, unselfish soul is Vlad, says Stefania. <laughs> <laughs> oh, easy, Stefania. You're married, and so is he. 
she yeah uh, she she looked she gives you a quizzical look and then she said so so you had a fight with an old lady and took her book <laughs> yes i truly am a hero among heroes <laughs> so uh, is there anything good in there yes although it's honestly it's self-referential for the devil could do some work this is effectively his diary i suppose ah that explains so much <laughs> evidently he uh he had a nickname that he didn't like and so he made a deal with the devil uh the actual devil now though not just him and um became a vampire oh really did mm. he did he mention what the nickname was old one. Oh, i wouldn't like that name myself very much rusty Yes, one doesn't know what one might do when they hear a nickname they don't like. Of course, being a, being a were-raven, uh, we are spared from the ravages of time for much longer than regular humans. I look at her suspiciously. Can I, can I work out how old she is? <laughs> uh, she looks to be uh, sort of late 20s. Her skin looks very uh, smooth and porcelain, like as described before. Porcelain skin, black hair. Uh, but also there's like a sort of air about her that suggests she's older than... Experience behind the eyes. Yeah, precisely. Uh, oh, but her husband said he wasn't one of the were-ravens. So I can assume he is looks his normal age. So how old does her husband look? And I will infer from Matt how old she is. Uh, Dag looks maybe 31, 32. So she's saving a couple of years off herself. Okay, no worries. Unless she met him married young. Yeah. Unless she met him recently. You don't know how long they've been together. That's also true. I could ask. I could. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get back to talking about Ichabod and the book. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, Any other juicy facts from that book, Ichabod? Well, apparently there was a girl. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, Strad couldn't understand why him killing her fiancé and being... And being an old guy didn't immediately endear her to him forever. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm honestly str- the devil has gone down a few pegs in my opinion right now. <laughs> did, did he give a name to any of these people for the listener? Oh, Me yes. and the listener, I'm Stefania and I'm listening. I knew who you meant, you didn't have to clarify. Vlad and Adrian are also listeners. <laughs> Uh, the the girl's name was uh, Tatiana, and the brother's name. Uh, sorry, it, yes, sorry. Um, his brother was Sergey. Sergey was interestingly enough the name of the dead guy I found when I first entered Barovia. Oh, that is interesting. Didn't look like he could be stri- the devil's brother, though. He looked more of a common folk. I mean, if at best he'd look like the devil's dead brother. No, oh, touche. He looked common. How so? Well, it, it, just his clothes. You know, it was uh, a white shirt and uh, trousers. Now that I'm saying out loud, I sound very snobbish. <laughs> yes, well, we can't all be raised from noble stock such as yourself. Possibly. I might be the noblest of stock. You don't know. Mm, perhaps. You know, we have, a, we, we have a belief here. There's a prophecy, but it's not really a prophecy. Just a possibility but uh, we believe that the one who will come and save us from the devil will be of common blood and think very little 
about himself and think very much about others. I hope that wasn't him lying face down in the dirt that you found on your way in. I, I, would, I lean down and I, I like whisper back through the window to Vlad, any, um, any nobility in your, in your bloodline? Uh, no, uh, well, yeah, my, my uncle, he's quite nobbly. He's got a lot of like, lumps and bumps. Vlad <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks very upset with this revelation. <laughs> now he's, he's really eyeing up Vlad, giving him the stink eye. <laughs> He does a sort of finger wave. Yeah, yeah. I didn't let me understand. Uh, anything else worth mentioning from your tome? Um, no, just that he resides underneath Ravenloft with the dead. Oh, I see. Mm. Do you think you might find your uh, your ghost ally there? That's a good shout, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, I, I, we all made that connection, uh, Stefania. <laughs> I mean, if we really want to just draw out the dots from A to B. Yeah, obviously the, the night is going to be there. I mean, I, that's why I was asking what you thought, Ichabod. I thought you, yes, might, have, indeed. I thought you uh, might have joined the dots together. You're, you're a smart man. Ichabod takes his notebook out of his pocket and <laughs> <laughs> down in the castle. The ghost is probably here. Shuts his book. <laughs> well, perhaps I've led you entirely astray. I hope I haven't. That's kind of the opposite of what the Keepers of the Feather hope to achieve. Fear not, Stefania. For the chosen one, whichever way I choose, is chosen one. <laughs> and she gives you another sort of quizzical look, then keeps looking forward. Stefania, tell me, do you yes. know of other Vistani nearby? I know that Vistani are the only people that can travel through the mist. And uh, that, I know that's not what you asked. It's just the first thing that came to mind when you mentioned Vistani. Uh, there is a camp in uh, Balaki, towards the north of the town. Hey, I'm going there. Fantastic. This is all coming together. Yes, they tend to make camp close to the lake, Lake Zaravik. And uh, there are other Vistani who you may meet in various locations throughout Barovia. They like to frequent places where they can find something to drink. Uh, we often, uh, they'll often turn up to collect their wine themselves. We don't have to deliver it to them as they'll... Uh, go around on their wagons, and sometimes they'll do deliveries for us, which is very helpful. Absolutely. Right. Well, I have nothing else to say. I'm going to um, just carry on reading the, the term of the devil. Um, she gives you another funny look. If you like, like, you don't have to um, say anything. Yeah. No, no, I'm not going to say anything. In fact, I say out loud that I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> she looks at you and uh, she says, I, I wonder why um, the Raven Queen has chosen you, Ichabod. For you are very different to uh, the description of the hero we were expecting. I can only assume that she sensed greatness within me. Yes, there must be something about you that uh, she values highly. She puts her hand on your hand. If Ichabod was still capable of blushing, blushes a little bit. Well, uh, thank you very much. Um, but uh, I'm going I appreciate you as a friend. I'm going through some things right now. Um, uh, okay, of course. Uh, you know, I'm married. I don't. I, I didn't mean to make you feel uncomfortable. Apologies. And she, uh, she looks forward, and her porcelain skin goes a little bit rosy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you continue on your journey as your nose is deep in the book, and um, as you're about maybe thirty minutes away from uh, the Wizard of the Wines winery. Vineyard, 
Not vineyard. Yeah, vineyard. That's what it's yeah, called. Vineyard. Yeah. Yeah. Not an orchard. That's what it's not. No. Uh, it, what's Queenie doing? Is she on your shoulder? Is she flying around? She's on my shoulder, I think, for the majority. But every time we uh, hit a pothole or a bump, she like flies up and does a little bit of a nearby circle before landing again. So she's not like scanning uh, in front or anything like that? No. No. Ichabod is far too self-absorbed to, to think ahead in that fashion. All right. Then in that case... <laughs> um, the cart trundles along the cat, uh, the path, mm-hmm. probably about as I said, about thirty minutes or so from the Wizard of the Wines, and uh, these strange uh, shapes emerge uh, ahead of you. And Stefania says, "What? What are they?" She says to you, "Do you see those figures up ahead, Queenie? Do some scouting for goodness' sakes! What are you doing here?" <laughs> um, Queenie goes back. <laughs> Oh, Queenie, I can't stay mad at you. <laughs> I would like to roll a perception check to see what I can see. Uh, okay, you can roll a perception check. And I'm going to use my advantage right now. You want the two I rolled, or do you want the four I rolled? I don't care. I mean, I want the highest one, because you've got advantage. That's so it's true. Four, four plus... Two. Four plus, it. wow, six. So you can see hunched figures lurching through the mist... Their gaunt bodies seem to be covered in needles. Ooh. And uh, as they get a bit closer, Stefania says, Oh no, these are blights. Oh, I, I worry about what's happened, but as they're approaching the cart, uh, we'll need to roll initiative. Mm. Are these the night scritchers? No, probably not. I don't know what a night scritcher is, but uh, you won't be able to ask me another question before uh, it's your turn, I'm afraid. No worries. But uh, you can roll. Uh, they'll all go on your turn. So you'll you'll just say your t- your group's turn, the uh, enemy's turn. Um, okay. So you you should have a stat block for obviously yourself and the other three, right? I do. Nice. Uh, okay. So the needle blights got a sixteen for their initiative. The I blighters. got a thirteen. Okay. So they will be going first. Just exactly as I planned, because me going. First went badly last time, so they played right into my trap. Absolutely. Uh, and you see some dead ahead, but as you sort of stand up and right yourself on the carriage, you see there are some emerging from the uh, bushes and the shrubs behind you and from uh, from the sides as well. And uh, as they sort of shuffle forward, some needles come firing out towards you. Oh, critical hit. Uh, Why do you hate me so much? It's ten piercing damage. Uh, I'm playing another... a game with you. I know. <laughs> Thirteen. In my What's basic other class, it hits. Yeah. Uh, all right. So the six hit. No, six misses. Sure. Yeah. All right. So that's twenty-eight damage in total. Is, I'm is still up. Ah, oh, good. So that's four of them down. The other four. <laughs> uh, as they come around to the sides. The other four are going to go first to uh, Stefania in the front as well. Uh, I think only... Does 13 hit Stefania? Uh, no, 14 is her armor class. <laughs> yeah. She sort of uh, whips her cape around and uh, catches all of the needles and doesn't get any damage whatsoever. And <laughs> she looks at you... A couple of critical misses you rolled for her there. That must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with... A five, a thirteen, a four, and a four. Yes, Stefania, <laughs> absolutely fine. She looks at you, covered in needles. <laughs> She's like, uh, um, "Wow, uh, that, I guess that's one way to blend in." 
<laughs> Ichabod, you can decide uh, the order of uh, your team. <laughs> <laughs> and that will be the case uh, each turn. So you won't, uh, if you're right with that, then uh, you won't have to stick to the same order all of the time. You can just, you know, it's your turn. You can organize it how you want. That's fine. No, Ichabod is going to point at uh, the nearest, uh, uh, what did you call them? Blights? Light, yeah. Uh, the nearest blights, and he is going to say, "Ow!" <laughs> He's going to pick out one of the blight, the, the 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 needles in him, and then punch it back, just purely um, uh, uh, for flavour, because it's just going to be an eldritch blast out of his hands. <laughs> I was going to say, I assume that is an eldritch blast rather than you just trying to throw a yep. needle at them like a dart. Sixteen. That hits. Yes, and it's going to do. Five points of damage because I rolled very low on the damage. That is low. Anything else? Yes, I'm going to in a, in some kind of meta magicy sorcery thing. I'm going to use some so- some points, some uh, sorcery points, and you cast a spell, an action spell as a bonus action. Okay. And I'm going to cast Armor of Agathis because for some reason now I need I need some hit, temporary hit points back. Mm. Um, so Ichabod currently standing on a cart. Uh, mm-hmm. Vlad and um, Vlad and Adrian quite safe inside the cart. They yep. didn't get targeted at all. Yep. Uh, you've noticed the needles don't seem to be able to pierce the cart fully. It would take a lot of needles to do any damage. Would Ichabod like to continue to stand outside in full view? No, but I would like to. Can I have Adrian step out of the cart? Well, you're going to complete Ichabod's turn. The, uh, sorry, then Ichabod get into... Okay, Ichabod is going to hop down. They go, ah! Turn around, open the cart door, get in, shut the door behind him. Okay, I've done my bit. Now your guy's turn. <laughs> Vlad is like, oh, you, you're right, Ichabod. You seem a bit prickly. <laughs> don't don't even start. Oh, you mean the actual prickles? Yes. <laughs> uh, nice. There That's is a window that you could buy her out of if you wanted to as well. Thank you. Uh, Adrian is going to step out of the cart. Mm-hmm. Ichabod is going to shut the door behind him. Shut the door. We raise it a barn. <laughs> and uh, Adrian is going to run at the one that um, Ichabod just hurt. Okay. Going to swing his mighty sword. Awesome. Long. 17 to hit. That very much hits. Good, good. And he does... Three points of uh, slashing damage, because once again, I rolled at the bottom end of the spectrum. Okay, Uh, that is enough to chop down this blight. And he says, go down, you foul beast. And then uh, Stefani says, it's not really a beast. It's like, I don't like them anyway. Anything else? Yes, he's going to encircle, stand, block the next one. So he's going to stand between him and the carriage. Or it and the carriage. No, uh, well, yes, also between it and Ichabod. It's his job. It's his All job. Right. All right. And Stefania or Vlad? Vlad uh, would like to cast Cure Wounds on uh, Ichabod. That would be okay. Certainly. Yeah. You're not surrounded by uh, six of them and trying to have Vlad run out and <laughs> get yeah, right this next time. Yeah. Uh, oh, nice one, Vlad. Right. How much? Uh, he rolled a seven and his spell casting modifier. Oh, plus two. Lovely. So, yeah, so I get nine hit points back. Ah, you're fine. I don't know what you're complaining about. <laughs> one more crit, one more critical hit, and I'm going down, Vlad. 
Uh, I wish it was that easy with my wife. <laughs> Hardly the time. <laughs> it's my bedside manner. Uh, and uh, Stefania is going to uh, pull out a short bow. She shall. Uh, she's going to fire uh, at the one that her colleague is base to base combat with. I say colleague, her brother. She will roll a critical miss. Okay. She got any bonus actions? Um, yes, she is going to swing uh, just the other side of her brother so that the blights are all between uh, the she's the carriage between her and all the blights. Yeah. And she is going to use the help action as a bonus action on this this blight so that uh, helping the blight. No, no, she's <laughs> helping Adrian attack the blights. So she's okay. distracting it. Nice. He gets yes. in its face and goes, hey, hey, you. <laughs> what stat block is she out of interest she's the expert she's the expert so the expert can give the help action as a bonus action mm-hmm. nice she's helpful and does it have to be do you have to be base to base with them to do that i believe so to to impede them in combat i you definitely okay so she's giving the help she's helping attack this particular one that's correct okay anyone else in your group uh to go no that's everyone all right then the needle blights are going to do some more needling uh they're gonna move some of them are gonna move a bit closer so we've got yeah that one there that one will go there so they're all moving uh some of them are moving over uh, closer towards adrian uh some of them are going right up to the cart and uh the two that aren't quite close enough to adrian to do anything melee are just gonna like release their needles at him uh, does 12 hit Adrian? I'm assuming 22 does. 22 definitely does. But, uh, the 12 does not. All right. Uh, the uh, One of the needle blights that's right up next to him now is going to start like clawing and slashing at him, gets an 8, so that's a miss. And then another one is going to swing for uh, uh, Stefania. 23 will hit her, I believe. So there you yep. go. There's that Double crit- critical hit there, by the way. Absolutely. It only counts as one, though. So I know. So... Uh, yeah, she'll take 10 piercing damage as uh, this yellow dot didn't like her sort of messing around with him or her, whatever this needle blight is, just wiped at her and did 10 piercing damage with its claws, just stuck its fingers right through. She's like, ah! And then the other three that are around the other side of the cart are just going to start attacking the doors of the cart. So uh, they, you hear these scratching noises, but they don't seem to be getting very far with it so far with a 10, 5 and a 10. So Ichabod... Uh, Ichabod's crew, I should say, in whatever order you like. Perfect. Ich- um, we're going to start with Adrian, because he is fighting someone. He is going to uh, quite make a critical hit, but still a 20, uh, 24 to hit. Absolutely. Come on, more than a two. One more to four, plus, uh, plus his strength is six points of damage. Nice. Was that including the advantage? Yes. Sweet. Uh, as he's swinging at the creature adrian says we are so close to home what if they have attacked us again what if they've gotten the final gem and uh what would uh do you want stefania to go next um or ichabod uh, ichabod will go next can ichabod make a perception check to see if they're carrying some kind of gem uh you can look around you don't see any gem but you can make a perception check to look a bit more closely uh you're going to look at the ones out of this window or the ones out of uh uh vlad's window the ones uh, that the, uh, the, my colleagues are fighting, Adrian and the, the sub in the window. 
Yeah, go for it. And that is an 18. Oh, I'm picking this up. I'm picking up pace. Yeah. Uh, these guys don't seem to be carrying anything. They just look like weird, like kind of like tree ants or um, something like that, but just very thin, spindly and needly. Okay. Um, Stefania is going to try attacking the uh, the one that Adrian attacks. Is, is Ichabod finished his turn? You know he's not. So, uh, like... <laughs> All right, sorry. Okay, um, Ichabod will see that his friends are doing well outside, and he will um, he will stay inside the carriage. Yeah. I considered for a moment. I was like, no, no, <laughs> get even behind me, everyone. Oh, I'm dead. Even this icy, I already am dead. Um, <laughs> even even with my icy armor in place, I don't want to. Um, my icy magical armor. I'm just going to cast uh, Eldritch Blast again and try and smack them. That was yep. 18 to hit. Hits. Yes. Um, oh, I should have attacked a fresh one, but never mind. 11 points of damage on the Adrian one. Yeah, you blast it into the darkness of the forest. Anything else? Holy fist. <laughs> uh, then um, Ichabod will um, just sit back in the carriage. In fact, he's going to lean over to the side where Vlad is for the, uh, the, un, uh, un, the unencountered uh, blights. And he's just going to slowly draw the curtains closed. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Out of sight, out of mind, eh, lad? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I can still hear them. You know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah. Fine, you're a Vlad. Uh, Vlad um, is going to uh, take a seat in the middle of the carriage, like away from both windows, and he is going to take the dodge action. <laughs> cool. Hasn't he got, like, a sacred flame or anything? I. Uh, Possibly be in two seconds. Oh, he does have sacred flame. Um, no, he's going to stick with he's going to stick with what he's doing. Okay, I think he's still a bit of a coward at heart. Fair enough. Uh, Stefania's going to um, she's going to use her short Do you bow. Think that, or is that what Ichabod wants to think? Of him? <laughs> <clears throat> from column A, from column B. <laughs> oh, oh uh, why, why could, mm. why could, the hero, the one true hero. That's exactly it. Right. He has one job, and that is his job now, keeping Ichabod up. Right. So does Stefania hit the needle blight? She does. She does. And uh, uh, ooh, nine points of damage. Lovely. Down in one. Nice. Yes. Uh, she Three is down, not... five to go. Sorry. Ah, she is not going to run forward and try the, the help action again. She's going to uh, take a sidestep behind her brother. All right. Is that everybody done? That's everybody done. Okay. With the curtains closed, the uh, <laughs> these three, well, the orange and the red are going to step forward, and then these three that were at your side are uh, going to shrug their shoulders and start walking, walking around. It's, it's brilliant, but where did they go? <laughs> I thought they were here, but I can't see them anymore. Let's let's walk around, eh? Now I swear I saw some other enemies around the other side. Orange is going to swipe at Stefania. Gets a 10. That's a miss, I think. Mm -hmm. The other two next to uh, Adrian are going to get 13 and a 12. Do either of those hit? misses. And the other two that have walked around are going to try and needle Adrian. Six and an eight. So they're not doing very well against them. Uh, They're much tougher, I think, to hit. (laughs) Then it's Ichabod. If you were rolling like this against Ichabod, (laughs) Ichabod was also a bit tougher to hit. It still would have hit him twice, though, at least. Just the once, in fact. Oh, does 12 not hit? Nope. Oh, Ichabod's tough. <laughs> Definitely want the guy you want at the front <laughs> mm. as a tank. Go on. Anyway, continue. 
Stefania's going to whip out her short sword, roll very well. Uh, I'm assuming 20, uh, 23 hits. No, 22, sorry. Certainly um, hits. Ooh, she's doing very well. Uh, seven to hit. Lovely. It's not defeated, unfortunately, but it has uh, taken, it has been chopped down to size. She is going to. Ow, that really hurt. What kind of idiot throws a needle? And uh, that distracts the needle blight long enough that Adrian can get a couple of quick swipes in with advantage. Oh, nice. Uh, 20 to hit. 30. Is he going for the same one? Yeah. Certainly hits anyway. And uh, that is nine damage. Nice. says, time to do some gardening. And uh, he defeats it. Nice. Anything else? Would Ichabod like to do anything? Uh, yes, he would indeed. He would like to. He would like to fire Lenny and Carl. He would like Queenie to hamper the nearest tree blight or okay. blight, whatever they, their names are. And he is then going to get advantage on his eldritch blast. So does Queenie have flyby? No, she does not. So uh, she's staying in in its face. Yes. So basically, Queen Ichabod is hoping to to deal enough damage in this one blow to save Queenie. Uh, and I, I uh, rolled an 18 to hit. Uh, hits. Come on. Yes! 13 points of damage. Blam! Holy fist! Vlad's <laughs> <laughs> like, just take little holes in from the needles. Exactly. And just oh, a it. big hole appears in his chest as well. <laughs> in Vlad's chest? Oh my gosh. No, no, no. Dramatic turn of events. Uh, anything else from Ichabod? You got any bonus actions you'd like to do? Uh, no bonus actions, but now there are fewer of them. Uh, Ichabod is feeling a lot <laughs> so he steps out um, and he steps towards the uh, the nearest twig blight. Okay. Uh, anything from Vlad, or is that the end? Vlad is going to move forward, uh, poke his head out of the the carriage window, uh, carriage door. Now Ichabod didn't even close it behind him. What an animal! And he is going to sacred flame the one that uh, Ichabod is now in base to base with. How does Ichabod feel about that? He's like, well, no, it, depends. it depends how it goes. <laughs> uh, dexterity saving throw, please. Uh, which one? The one directly in front of Ichabod. Okay. So, oh, save you, Ichabod. There's one right there. Got 16. He <laughs> <You> misses. <laughs> so I couldn't see past you. It's okay. Just practice. That's just what Adrian taught me. I'm the close the door. I was raised in a home. <laughs> <laughs> but he keeps the he keeps the curtains open but you just see his nose peeking out from behind <laughs> he could probably do the sacred frame through the window to be fair doesn't need to open the door <laughs> he could have done it was just ichabod who opened the door mm. all right uh so that's everybody's turn right mm-hmm. all right then this red dot one down here near uh adrian is going to swipe at him with the claws gets an 18 i think it's a hit to hit there's eight piercing damage, and Adrian's like, ah, back, you beast. And Stefania's like, they're not beasts. They're blights. <laughs> <laughs> they all work for, for Baba Lasaga. And um, then the one in front of you is going to swing their claws at Queenie. <gasps> What's Queenie's AC? Oh, no. Uh, Queenie's AC is only a raven AC. I don't think uh, it's that high. 12 will probably get it, I would have thought. Yeah, I would have thought so. So it does six piercing damage to Queenie. I suspect that might A be... puff of feathers, and mm. Queenie just flops down and vanishes. 
Oh dear. Uh, you beast! Ah, oh, her AC is 12 exactly, and she has yep. one hit point. Yep. And uh, the one behind <laughs> uh, Adrian's, a, they're, not, they're not beasts, they're blights. He whispers to you. Dirty beasts, they killed my bird. <laughs> oh, she was your bird. Yeah, no, I'm not an actual bird, Adrian. This is not the time. She went down easy. This is hardly the time. What is with you two? Is, so, hang on. Is is she... It's hard to tell. Is is she a were-raven, or is she just a raven? Queenie was just a raven. Stefani's like, just a raven? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> hardly the time. Uh, some needles come flying towards Ichabod. <laughs> it's ten to miss. Misses. And then it's uh, Ichabod's go. Oh, Ichabod's crew. Uh, Adrian is going to swing at the uh, nearest one to himself that he's tussling with. Ooh, 13 to hit. That hits. Nice. Nice. 11 points of damage. Lovely. Cut down to size. So, time to whack the weeds. Any else? Uh, he is going to step forward into combat with both of the remaining blights mm-hmm. as Stefania sneaks past in his shadow, makes a surprise attack. On the one that Ichabod is facing. Okay. And she rolls a nine to hit. It looks very surprised. Uh, surprised at how badly she missed. <laughs> she is going to use the help action so that uh, Ichabod has advantage. Okay. Uh, Vlad. Oh, your queenie for the moment. Vlad will uh, m- make it make another dexterity save as uh, Sacred Flame blasts through the curtain. Vlad will make the save. No, the light yeah. will make the save. Uh nine so it will take yep. damage yay Ooh, eight points of radiant damage the blight that uh that stefania was helping uh helping you defeat just goes up in sacred flames there's one left for ichabod <laughs> ichabod just turns around to vlad what what was that uh, just me magic fingers i'm the only one with magic fingers mm. holy fists <laughs> 19 to hit. That hits. Seven points of damage, uh, force damage. Sadly, it's not def- quite defeated, but Damn it's it. uh, taken a bit of damage. Uh, any Ichabod, uh, incensed with rage, uh, his fallen comrades, uh, Ichabod races at the last blight. Okay. Is that the end of Ichabod's turn? Any bonus mm-hmm. actions? Nope, that's everyone done. All right. The last blight is slightly alarmed at you running towards it, so it just lashes out at you as a... Uh, the reaction misses. The the charging towards it was clearly the thing to do. Yeah. So Ichabod's crews go. You're gonna let everyone else have a turn before Ichabod has a turn. You absolutely know turn. that <laughs> Stefania is gonna step forward purely to give the help action to Ichabod. So that's um, the end of her turn. Yep. No worries. Ichabod isn't even going to. Isn't I've got him, going... Ichabod. I'm holding him. <laughs> Hurry up! The spikes are digging into my hands. Yep. Ichabod is going to just grab his his little dagger that he keeps at his his hip and just in a fit of anger thrust it towards the um towards the blight and oh he gets an 18 to hit mm. he is going to do five points of piercing damage oh very nice yeah how do you like it how do you like it <laughs> how do you defeat this blight um uh, Ichabod grabs two of the the needles that are still sticking into him and just jams them overhead into this thing's uh, eye sockets and then just pushes it backwards. Oof. <laughs> you brutally defeated the Blight. Well done. Nice. 
uh, Adrian holds out his hand to shake yours uh, in that sort of uh, predator handshake style that Vlad can't seem to master. <laughs> predator handshake. Yeah. We says, dispatched those beasts. Yes. Yes, we did. You you were wise to hide in the carriage at the beginning. Good job. We want to keep you safe. This, these things don't have a surprise round on you. They're not so tough. Indeed. Uh, Adrian gets back in the carriage. But Stefania at what cost? Put, <laughs> Stefania puts her hand on your shoulder and says, I'm, I'm so sorry about your, your raven. And uh, she reaches down to the ground and picks up a black feather that is still on the floor and hands it to you. I know she poofed out of existence, but there was one feather that fell to the ground. Yeah, as you would expect. Uh, Ichabod picks it up, holds it up to the, the dim moonlight. You will be avenged, Queenie. Is there, is there any way she might return? Yeah, yeah, there's a way she might return. Oh, good. Well, back on the carriage. Yep. Unless you want to do anything else. No, we get back on the carriage. And I just want to point out as well, very cold-blooded and vicious. Only a real monster would a target um, Queenie rather than the people surrounding her. And I'm talking <laughs> specifically about you, Tony. <laughs> well, uh, the needle blight wanted to do it because the bird got in his face. I can't um, account for these needle blights <laughs> and what they want to do. Uh, we get back on and Ichabod twirls the feather and he turns to Stefania and he goes, could I borrow 10 gold when we get back to the Wizards of the Wine Brewery, uh, winery? 10 gold? What yes. for? I needed to uh, bring back an old friend. Uh, I'm not sure that we, I'm not sure that I have it to spare, if I'm honest. Oh, uh, well, just, really just a lot of charcoal or incense will do. Well, uh, let's talk to Father when we get back and we'll see what, uh, we'll see what we can do. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to talk about with Adrian or or Stefania along this journey? Um, yes, I would like to talk to Adrian. I like get a battle report because he's clearly the, the more battle hardened, the veteran of the group. Mm. And I say to him, that went a lot better than the last time I had. Oh, really? You ha- you handled yourself pretty well out there, I thought. Mm. You went to come out for the for the final kill. Absolutely. I mean, it, I was a bit worried there when you just stood out front and got like hit with a billion needles. Well, I was just riding on top of the carriage. I didn't purposefully go out this time. Mm. But yes, good, good shouts. I'll, um, I'll make sure to ride inside the carriage. Yeah, uh, I think that's a good time. idea. We've got to keep you safe. We are the keepers of the feather, not the uh, take for granted of the feather. The revivers of the feather. Well, we can't do that all the time. Yeah. Especially not so soon after last time. It would be impossible. That's what I mean. Mm. Vlad, you handled yourselves admirably. Uh, thank you. I've uh, yeah, been learning some of these, uh, how, to, how to use these skills from, uh, from my friends. Uh, Adrian has really uh, helped me hone my skills. He says, uh, my benevolence is my greatest strength. And uh, I said, don't know anyone called Ben. Not quite as well as me. Handling myself, but you did you did okay, champ. Give him a little play punch on the arm. <laughs> he says, uh, thank you. <laughs> also, uh, Ichabod doesn't know if Vlad was joking about the whole Ben comment. <laughs> so he didn't mention it. No worries. Um, are you still riding up front with Stefania or sitting in the carriage? No. Oh, no, 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 no. I've, I've taken damage. I'm inside the carriage. He says, so this isn't the first time needle blights have attacked us. And not just needle blights, other blights. 
they've they've really been a blight on our business even the blights and the druids and the ones that follow babala saga there are druids on the side of babala saga babala saga the woman who is responsible for vlad becoming a vampire according to exposition i received not one night ago i'm not a vampire what you said the one responsible for vlad becoming a vampire I did, you're right. The devil, I meant, not Vlad. Ooh, phew, I was beginning to worry. And um, I didn't mean to scare you, Vlad. <laughs> Adrian says, um, yeah, that's the one. She's she's the one that's after our gems. We've only got one left. And, pretty, and uh, she uh, had her blights and druids ransack the place to get a uh, second one. So how many gems did you have in the first place? Three. She took one and you have one. Or she had two. Yeah, she's probably got two. That witch. Already got one for her hut. I don't know what she wants a second one for. Well, fear not, lad. Uh, 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 Adrian, I am terrible with other people's names. I'm terrible with my own name. Fear not. Don't worry, don't worry about it, Rusty. I am not Rusty. I know. You are I am Ichabod, chosen of the Raven Queen and defeater of old women. <laughs> he stands <laughs> nary a chance. Oh, that's good. Babala Saga is a very old woman. Is Defeater some sort of euphemism? No. Just checking. You got a you got a girlfriend there, Adrian, or a boyfriend? No. Yeah, you got a lot of pent up energy, I can tell. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for your comment. Um the uh you approach the Wizard of the Wines again. Um and just tell you a little bit about it since uh, this is the first time you've approached it conscious. <laughs> uh, Ichabod puts his arm out, goes, Queenie, what do your even eyes? Oh, <laughs> just very sad and sits back down. <laughs> After half a mile, the road becomes a muddy trail that meanders through the wood, descending gradually until the trees part, revealing a mist shrouded meadow. The trail splits, one branch heads west into the valley, and the others lead south into dark woods. A wooden signpost at the intersection points west and reads, Vineyard. Uh, a light drizzle begins to fall. Unpainted fences blindly follow the trail which skirts north of the sprawling vineyard before bending down south towards a stately building. Uh, the fog takes on ghostly forms uh, as it swirls beneath uh, between the neatly tended row of grapevines. Here and there you see rope-handled barrel, half barrels used for hauling grapes. North of the trail is a large stand of trees. Um, and then uh, you get back to the Wizard of the Wines and when you return... Um, Irina and Ismark uh, seem to be awake, and as you enter, uh, Irina rushes up to you and says, Where have you been? I had uh, to go and see Madame Ava, the steer of the Vistani. Without us? I wish to let you regain your strength on your own. You had a tough time of it. Yes, and I heard so did you. So you thought it was a good idea if you just go traipsing off on your own? Yes, I wasn't on my own. I they had said you were going to go on your own. I, it was a possibility. I wanted to go and see Madame Ava before you woke up so we could get to Malachi and get you into the Abbey of Markovia with all haste. Uh, Ismark says, uh, uh, yes, well, uh, go- going off on your own is not advised. You saw how badly we did uh, when we were in a group, the four of us. We were. We were but naive little babies when we left Barovia, the town, not the, the, the area. Uh, but now we are hardened veterans, eh, Vlad? Yes. And um, Arena says, well, I trust you managed to stay out of any trouble this time. You seem to be in one piece. 
What's with all the needles sticking out of your skin? <laughs> um, we did not make it out of one piece. Uh, we had a nasty fight. I had a nasty fight with an old woman, and um, there were also that, hence the needles, knitting needles. And then there were also some uh, tree people thing with needles sticking, prickly bits sticking out all over them. And I had to fight those as well. Oh, really? Yes. So did we, in fact. Fought them off. And uh, Adrian, Mar- uh, not Adrian, sorry, uh, Davian Martikoff said, yes, the needle blights, they came to attack us again, trying to take our final gem. Arena, you're okay. Vlad, for goodness sakes, get in there. Do some medicine. <laughs> Uh, she looks fine. Yes, I'm fine. Uh, Good we, job, uh, lad. We we considered our positions and uh, you know really carefully uh, uh, took the fight to them. Um, why is no one else covered in needles? <laughs> Adrian has one in him. <laughs> well, it's not as visible as like. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Adrian just completely plucks um... it out and flicks it on the floor. <laughs> I took the blows for my allies, for I am the chosen one of the Raven Queen. You did that last time, and look what happened. No, but this time it was cool and awesome. Adrian's a, he, he got back in the carriage once he got shot with all the needles. <laughs> Don't worry. He's going to stay in the carriage more often now. Adrian, come on! <laughs> you better stay in the carriage more often. It's what the Raven Queen wants. She doesn't want you to die. Again. Again, yes. She says she can't just resurrect you week after week to keep the story going. I don't know what she means. Many are the mysterious ways of the Raven Queen. Mm. Um, anything else you'd like to say to any of them bef- before um, someone else comes up and talks to you? I'm glad you two are okay. And I'm, I didn't want to wake you and risk hurting you further. But now that you're awake, Wizards of the wine, Winery are awake. As long as these druids are between here and Velaki, we shall certainly defeat them. And retrieve the gem. So you're ready to go to Velaki? Should we, I mean, right now or should we go in the morning? I was thinking I could have it like a, uh, like five minutes, maybe maybe just a, a cup of tea or something. To, uh, I'd actually, I'm not even thirsty. Um, just maybe just, I, I'm not really tired either, but I could do with the rest, you know, on that kind of situation. Mm. Yes, fair enough. Let's, let's have a bit of tea. We need a bit of time to calm down after our own epic battle in which uh, we came out entirely unscathed and uh, <laughs> uh yes i think the rest i do an insight good. to see if they're entirely unscathed yeah oh that's pretty good insight two ooh, 18 uh is mark standing behind um uh irina as she says this pulls a bit of a face and sort of shakes his head at you <laughs> <laughs> um as as you all have a rest and have some tea and whatever dag uh approaches you and says so uh, I'm glad you make it back safely. It seems like uh, you made it back uh, not as, um, I mean, it seems like some, some bad stuff went down, but you all looked after each other. Yes, we made sure that Stefania was uh, untouched and uh, is fine. It was a couple of close calls, but I stopped her from uh, falling in love with anyone else. You're welcome. Oh, good. Uh, and when you say anyone else, you mean not me? Uh, you mean any, anyone else but me? Yes, no, her heart is still pure for you. No funny business. No funny business. There were a couple of moments where Vlad told a real stonker, um, but no, no, no funny business in that way. Hmm. Okay, thank you. Um, would you like to do anything else here before uh, resting up and then heading off to Vlacky? 
Um, yes, I would like to uh, inquire about the gold. Uh, well, the charcoal. Uh, yes, certainly. Um, and I would also like to speak to uh, Davian, uh, who I assume he's he, he's the one in the, uh, cor- not corresponding, uh, maintaining security, etc. Um, and I, I would like to ask him which way the the blights came from, and maybe hopefully with that information, work out which way the the druids are. Uh, yeah, so Davian is uh, Davian is available to talk to, and um, when he sees you approaching, he says, "Hey, good to see you. Glad you're all in one piece." Uh, what I really like about you is you're so uh, it's so easy to see right through you. He sort of refers to the holes made from the needles. No, no pretenses. <laughs> uh, I'm made of hardier stock than that. And I put, I, I pull out another one of these needles. Tell me, Davian, from whence did these blighters come? Yes, well, they're Babylon sagas, and there's a couple of places that, well, she tends to frequent the ruins of Berez. You'll see her creeping hut crawling all over that place. But uh, we steer clear of it too creepy and also because of the creeping hut which is also creepy in two ways curse that double entendre <laughs> um is berez where your stones are i believe well, one of them definitely is that's where the hut is the other place the druids that work for her like to gather at yester hill to conduct their weird uh, rituals and what have you it's possible one of the other uh, our other stone might be there and there is where I shall be going as soon as I've conclu- taken Irina to safety, Markovia. I mean, I'm, I'm very grateful for that. I wouldn't recommend you go there on your own. On oh, my own? I was going to take Ismark and Vlad with me. My goodness, not suicidal. <laughs> when, uh, when you arrive at Valaki, you'll, you'll meet my son. He runs the tavern, Erwin. Yes. The tavern is uh, the Blue Water Inn. When you see him, tell him, I have nothing to say. <laughs> That's a bit of a long way to say you have nothing to say, but fair enough. If you could just mention that you've met me, and then if it were to come up, <laughs> and he were to say, did my, did my father say anything uh, about me? You should say, no, he had nothing to say about him. That would be the ideal way for this to occur. But uh, if that's not possible... Just go in and spell it out for him, please. You are a master power player. This is beyond my reasoning. <laughs> Was there anything else I could help? Oh, actually, I've got a request. Unless there's something I can help with you. Help you. Um, I also have a request. But you go first, so that no, it looks no, no, like no, my no. request you is first, more important. First. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. But let's both agree my request is more important. Well, because I I've already chosen. requested one thing uh, to, you know... Uh, her, hurt my son's feelings it's your turn <laughs> um consider it done old man but i also require a big barrel of charcoal what at least 10 golds worth well we don't have any charcoal around not a barrel's worth around here anyway but uh i can it doesn't have to be a big barrel a small barrel will suffice hmm. well i don't we don't have quite enough but i do have 10 gold with your name on it if you can acquiesce to my other request. Speak, Davian. Actually, I need some wine being delivered to the Blue Water Inn, and I don't like to go myself because I don't like the owner. You supply... 
<laughs> you supply your son with wine. But I, we supply Barovia with hope. It's not my son. I, the people of Valaki don't deserve to be punished for my son's indiscretions. I will make sure that your son knows that this wine we deliver means nothing hmm? but hope. No, splendid. Then here is ten gold pieces. It, they do not really have your name on them, unfortunately. Disappointing. They do have the devil's face on them. Sorry about that. All of the gold does. Ichabod <laughs> takes out his, his, his notepad and his pen and he draws a little goatee on, <laughs> on one of the coins. <laughs> like glasses and like the squiggle scar. Who looks stupid now, Vlad, uh, Strad? Uh, the <laughs> devil. Crap! <laughs> Be careful about saying his name. He might hear you. I know, Damien! Uh, would you like to recall Queenie now? Um, or before uh, leaving, I mean. I I would like to. I mean, the, the spell itself takes uh, five gold, pe- uh, sorry, ten gold pieces worth of charcoal, incense, and herbs that must be consumed by fire in a brass brazier. Uh, David's like, like this one, and then pulls one out from under the table. <laughs> wow, you guys really are the keeper of the feather. <laughs> we try. Um, would you like to say anything else to Davian before you do this and then head off to Blackie? Uh, no, I'm, I'm completely done with you, Damien. Be gone. <laughs> do you want to describe uh, the ritual or do you want to... I would like to describe the ritual. Go for it to describe. Um, so Ichabod throws the, uh, the, the coins which magically become charcoal, incense and herbs onto the fire. Uh, they... <sighs> in a light blue flame, almost chilling and haunting in its way. And uh, after about five minutes, the flame starts to die down and just the the, the ash remaining for no reason at all. Ichabod uh, starts to feel uh, hungry for the first time. He he looks around and makes sure no one's looking and he he finds, pulls out a spoon from somewhere, just starts shoveling it into his mouth. This black (laughs) gunk that it, it tastes foul, but he can't stop eating it. And when he's he's all done, he stands up, and it's been about t- ten minutes now since he started the ritual. He's like, <laughs> and just a little beak pokes its way out of his mouth, <laughs> and just like Queenie, <laughs> flops its way from outside, like brings him up, <laughs> brings her up, and goes, Ugh. "Okay, here's the deal. We will never tell anyone what just happened." When uh, when you um, vomit up Queenie <laughs> in the most dignified of fashions, yeah, she she drops on the floor and you realise uh, she's just bones, nothing else. And then uh, she starts to twitch and flies and floats up in front of you. And we're going to stop there. What? <laughs> I'm glad I have the one feather to reattach. Then next time, <laughs> certainly. Um, before we <laughs> before we go, let's an- answer that question. Oh yes, of course. Um, so, uh, our our one of our loyal listeners asked, uh, "How's running and playing a one-person RPG different compared to a full party? And do you like it better or worse?" Any thoughts about that? Um, I think it's fun. It's a bit weird because in in a party of people, you're obviously trying to share purposefully share the limelight, so you're not a total um, uh, glory hog. But in a single player game, you are literally the main character. So um, you've, you've got there's not really a lot of ambivalence there. So uh, which is quite a, an interesting uh, take on it. Um, 
I won't say I won't say I prefer one to the other. They, they both have their benefits. Um, I certainly get a lot more play in a, a single player game than I would if I was playing with uh, three or four other people, which is our usual number. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I think it um, I think it moves a lot more quickly, and um, I think it's easier to it's, it's a lot easier to make sure or to like everyone's on the same page because you're basically mm. everyone. Yeah, <laughs> and. Um, so that makes it a lot easier and only having to uh, interact with one NPC and not or PC, sorry, and not make sure the limelight gets spread around and everyone mm. gets a chance to say their piece and all of that stuff, I think uh, makes it makes you makes a story more the center of the center of things as well. It's, um, this isn't so much being a, a single player as opposed to multiplayer, yeah, but um is more of a, a podcast playing it as a podcast uh because i'm also trying to like you are move the story along i'm worried i'm missing things <laughs> but I'm, I'm just going like just go just go don't worry about doru and donovic don't worry about why the walls are outside the town uh don't worry about the night scratches just go <laughs> if yeah. it's important it'll come back yeah I, I don't think you need to worry too much about that to be honest because i can mm. manage that anyway um but like, if you're interested in something, you should go and uh, engage with it. But because uh, that's part of this, because this isn't just about uh, telling the story of um, Curse of Strahd. Mm. Uh, so, we shouldn't uh, say his name. <laughs> we're out of. Uh, oh, wait, oh, wait. No, he's come. He's come. Oh, he's behind you. <laughs> so what are you talking about before? So, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be Strahd's voice, is it? <laughs> what are you talking about? No, it's not Strad voice. No, not not the uh, not the character Strad, the real life Strad. All oh, right, I see. Yes. Um, in any case, uh, I yeah, I don't like it more or less either. But like mm. you know, when, when you're with a group and you're with your friends, that's fun. Um, but it's more like a social event, and this is uh, more mm. like um, just shared storytelling. I'm enjoying the how the story's going, and um, I feel like I can get my characters to interact with you a bit more. And mm. uh, whereas. I mean, they'll interact, but um, I can drop in a bit more. I think I've got more time to drop in some of the plot stuff and uh, the lore yeah. stuff a bit more easily than yeah. if it's a whole group of people you're trying to keep entertained. Um, that can get a bit tedious. You want to make it more about them so they've got the chance to shine a bit more. Yeah. So, yeah I think that Plus, helps. you know, if you're, if you're doing an exposition dump on about four or five people, only two of those people are probably listening, Max. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Indeed. And also we have different uh, levels of um, engagement, so, which is normal. It's fine. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Cool. All right. Well, thanks very much, everybody. I've been Tony from Two Copper Pieces. I've been Elephant from... Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honestly not this bad with names. I don't know what's going on. Your name I'm, is Elliot. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, true to my character, I get my own name wrong. I'm Elliot, also known as Elephant Bear, also known as Ichabod Summers, uh, which will certainly stick around and I won't change next week. Uh, also, <laughs> all from uh, one, one-on-one RPG. See you next time. Bye.